sound of flashing cameras. A sound which is associated with the fashion world and its catwalk culture, and is synonymous with the city of Milan. Think Milan, think fashion. Welcome back to City in Focus from Patrizia. I'm your host, Andrew Belt. The booming fashion industry in the city is just one reason why Milan is Italy's economic powerhouse. The country's second city is still riding a three decades long economic upswing, while the rest of Italy is only just gearing back up to business as usual after the COVID lockdowns. In 2022, Milan's economy grew by 2.2% and is forecast to grow 4.8% this year. In comparison, the Italian gross domestic product is expected to grow by 0.4% in 2023, according to ISTAT, the National Statistics Office. Dr. Marcus Sielebach is Patrizia's chief urban economist and leads on the coordination of Patrizia's European Living Cities Index report, which determines which locations are the most attractive and most liquid for investors seeking a diversified European residential portfolio. So, what stands out about Milan to him from his research? I think the city is a very good example why we created the Living Cities Index. Because Milan is not Italy. The city is much more dynamic. The city has much more attractiveness than if you just look at Italy as a, as a country, as a whole country. We therefore looked at the details on city level in the index. And if you look at Milan in the index overall, the attractiveness of Milan can be clearly seen because it's definitely a very vibrant city. It's a good city to live in. And above all, it's a very innovative city in a European comparison. The roundabout seven universities give a very strong talent base of, for the city, which makes the city an attractive place for employers to be. And that at the end makes it also an attractive place to invest in for institutional players. In the overall context of the index, Milan is definitely not one of the most liquid cities when it comes to residential investing, but it is a city on the move where we see transaction activity slowly picking up over the past years. But it's definitely a lot lower than in one of the major European cities we also looked at in the index like Berlin, Paris and London. But we see that Milan things are moving on. We see liquidity coming to the market and that's a lot of the reflection of the city. If you want to find one maybe weaker spot of Milan, then it can say it's a connectivity. On the one side, you can say there are two airports close by or one even within the city. But getting around the city is one of the bigger challenges if you want to use public transport as their efficiencies can definitely be gained for the city going forward. But nevertheless, in a European comparison, it's a very attractive city to look at and we would be happy to do more in Milan as we have already done there. So, Milan has its strengths and challenges like any city, but perhaps the need to enhance its connectivity presents an exciting investment opportunity. Patrizia is already investing in key infrastructure around the city, such as in bioenergy and street lighting, that is helping the region become cleaner, greener and more cost-efficient. A key element of Patrizia's research on cities is based on AI, what does this reveal about Milan? Here's PD Marcelo Cajillas, Patrizia Head of Data Intelligence. 
for the city of Milan, based on all the data that we have, the circularity of the city stands out. That is important to have in mind when developing a strategy. And the amenities that are between the main streets are important. I think there are a couple of opportunities and a couple of interesting hotspots that make the city, well, pretty attractive and insightful from, a, from an AI perspective. When we compare the amenities market, that means the opinion of a machine about the attractiveness of locations in Milan, well, I think we observe interesting clusters, which is, for example, for the office sector, Porte Venezia or Porte Vittoria are places in Milan that have a pretty high or above average supply of amenities in the office space. And at the same time, if we look at the evolution of Milan during the last four years, Dergano, Vicentino, and even Corvetto in the southeast of Milan show a change in the urban fabric. That means that there are more restaurants, there are more amenities that tenants can have access to. And in contrast, let's say, uh, because of the circularity of the city, Milan shows a pretty distributed supply of amenities throughout the city. And in the residential case, the picture is quite different. So we observe, for example, Porte Magenta, Ticinese, and even Geneva or Sempiore as locations that are offering tenants a pretty high amount of amenities for the daily need. So these locations stand out if we ask a machine for an opinion about the living quality and even the attractiveness of locations. In the comparison, the long-term comparison for the residential markets, we see, for example, Quartiere Comina in the western part of Milan as a very attractive location that stands out if we look at the history of the supply of amenities. And at the same time, Cimsano or Crescenzago in the east are locations that, uh, from a pure AI perspective, have changed their level of amenities. And apparently, these locations have evolved over time in a positive way, meaning that there are more restaurants, more grocery stores, perhaps some shopping centers, and tenants can now have a much easier and faster access to amenities, which at the same time, of course, is affecting their welfare. Marcus and Marcelo have shared their research insights on Milan. To learn what it's like to invest in and manage properties in the city, here's Patrizia, Associate Director, Transactions, Andrea Aero, to run through an investment in Porta Romana. Patrizia's quarter in Italy has been in Milan since 2018. After Rome, Milan is the second most populous city in the country with more than 3.2 million residents. In Italy, it's a business and financial center, the largest contributor to the country's GDP and is one of the largest city economies in Europe. It's very clear why our headquarters is here. In Italy, we manage 1 billion euros with the majority of our portfolio in the office and the logistics. In Milan, we manage 130,000 square meters of space accounting for around 500 million euros of assets. Milan has been and will continue to be a key location for our investment in the office, residential, student housing and logistics sector. In the last 15 to 20 years, the city has been transformed with the completion of three redevelopment projects, City Life, Porta Nuova and Mind in the northwest of the city centre. While all of this drew a lot of investment towards the north of the city, the first Patrizia investment Andrea highlights is one in the south of the city an office acquisition and refurbishment in the Porta Romana district. 
Some background about Porta Romana. 80% of the building is in the district are residential. The population is forecast to increase by 1.3% this year. The average age of the, of the residents are 45. As for cultural aspect of Porta Romana, the district is the home to Fondazione Prada, a cultural institution dedicated to the contemporary art, cinema, photography, philosophy, dance and the architecture. Porta Romana is attracting a lot of investment, the student housing and the office. The major student housing development in the district is a byproduct of Milan hosting of the Winter Olympics in 2026. Porta Romana's forward railway yard is being developed into the Atlantis village with plenty of green space. After the games, the village will be transformed into student housing with 1,400 beds. More than 50,000 square meter meters of new office building are under construction and already prolet to international tenants. Against this backdrop of activity, we believe that Porta Romana be one of the most dynamic and appealing areas in the city, aligned with the city's strategy to develop a new green district. Which brings us into Batet's investment in the district is Ripamonti 89. Ripamonti 89 is the project name of the acquisition and the refurbishment of an iconic office of 10,500 square meters and seven floors in Via Ripamonti 89. L'architect Garibaldi will carry out the refurbishment of the asset, which is targeting certificate of lead platinum, brim very good, well, gold, and the world scored gold in accordance with Patrizia's net zero carbon strategy. The architect vision for the office, which has become its slogan over time, is working in an urban tree rooftop. In practical terms, the refurbishment will see the creation of a new entrance to the building, refurbishing the reception area, creating a distinctive facade and introducing a roof garden. The ambition is for the sustainability office to be recognized as a landmark in Porta Romana. There will be also be social space in the development with the intention along with the sustainable aspect of the office that the well-being of tenants will be well served. Next, Patrizia Head of Asset Management Italy, Fabrizio Trani, shares details of one of the city's most historic and iconic buildings which Patrizia owns. The second asset in uh, Milan uh, we are highlighting uh, is uh, the Pergolesi asset. While we hope our Air 89 project will deliver a new icon to the city, in Pergolesi we have an iconic and historic asset. Uh, the property on Via Giovanni Battista Pergolesi 25 is in the Palazzo Montedoria area of Milan. It's uh, an office with uh, 5,961 square meters of gross letable area in two adjacent interconnected blocks. The building was designed by famous Italian architect Giovanni Ponti in the 1960s. Ponti was an Italian architect, industrial designer, furniture designer, artist and publisher. He graduated with a degree in architecture in uh, 1921 from the Politecnico di Milano University and in the 1951 the commission to design the 32-story Pirelli Tower in collaboration with Pierluigi Nervi and Arturo Danusso. Ponti succeeded in giving a rhythmical structure to Palazzo Montedoria. For this purpose, he divided the surface in well-proportioned sections. 
Individual panels are protruding brack with the verticality and give the building dynamics. Uh, the same effect is achieved by the playful distribution of the windows all over the facade, which is a popular motif of his. As a consequence of the alternating use of smooth and diamond shaped tiles results in not only a brilliant and reflective effect, but also a spatial effect. The contrast of smooth and rough is further enhanced by the windows, which are mounted flush with the facade. The glass surface of the windows create an outer skin together with the ceramic cladding. In its playful dissolution of a massive facade, this outer skin gives the building that harmonic air and light impression, which is such a famous feature of buildings designed by Ponti. We are proud to own Pergoleti, which is fully led to nine tenants from different sectors, mainly for office use. A neat summary of the new and old in Milan via Patrizio's investments there. To better understand the historical development of the city and where it's heading in the future, we had a conversation with Giancarlo Tancredi, the Councillor for Urban Regeneration for the Municipality of Milan, who takes us on the journey of Milan's transformation into an economic powerhouse. Milan is undergoing a great change. Already known around the world of fashion and design, in recent years it has definitively changed its image as an industrial city. Now Milan appears to the many tourists who come to visit it from Italy and around the world as a fascinating, very lively city, a capital of taste containing districts with modern architecture which provide a mix of modernity and traditional Italian quality. This process started in the late 1990s with the construction of the new Exhibition Centre, one of the largest in the world. This was accompanied by the redevelopment of the first disused industries, including Pirelli, Alfa Romeo and OM. The real shake-up came with Expo 2015, which took place at the same time as the transformation of two neighborhoods, Porta Nuova Garibaldi Repubblica and City Life, where the previous trade fair was located. Also worthy of note is the redevelopment of the Darsena and the entire Navigli area, which gives Milan the character of a city with many faces, a modern one, but also the rediscovery of historical neighborhoods and their identities. This renewal process continues with the 2026 Winter Olympics, which is a very important year also because it is the deadline for works financed by the National Recovery and Resilience Plan. Milan is also focusing on major regeneration projects promoted by the city administration itself. As in the case of the new European Library of Information and Culture or the Magnifica Fabrica of Scala, a new location for the stage workshops of the world's most famous theatre. Other projects are at the heart of the regeneration process. The administration is an active participant and in addition to promoting a new territorial government plan starting in the early 2020s. 
It is also giving impetus to many calls for tenders and design competitions, in particular by joining the C40 International Circuit, promoting a series of calls for tenders called Reinventing Cities, which are very successful with private investors and operators. And it is precisely this relationship between public and private between municipal administration, operators and even other institutions that makes Milan a place that attracts investment and interest also linked to the fashion design and other economic sectors. The urban regeneration process for the next 10 years focuses on the major themes, the environment, social issues and the new urban geography, The environmental theme focuses above all on the energy requalification of the building stock, new and existing, on a mobility policy that sees Milan at the forefront of sustainability through major investments in local public transport, the construction of dozens of kilometers of cycle paths and restrictions for private vehicles in some areas. This is well summarized in the climate air plan that the Milan City Council recently approved. The second theme is the social one. It's important to safeguard the social mix that has characterized the city in recent decades. We must not lose middle class or low income social classes. We must ensure that the many young people who want to come to Milan to study or work can do so in acceptable conditions. And this means boosting the construction of social housing at affordable prices. We have recently developed a new tool which collects and analyzes the needs of individual neighbors and identifies responses and projects for public spaces which realize the desires of residents. The third theme is creating a new urban geography. This is an admissible opportunity for the redevelopment and revitalization of the suburbs, thanks to the great interest that many Italian and foreign investors are showing for the entire city area. Among those projects which have been undertaken are those for the railway yards, the extension of the Politecnico University campus in Bovisa Goccia, the MIND project dedicated to innovation in the areas that hosted Expo 2015. Then there is the Santa Giulia project within which there is the 16,000 seat arena that will host some of the competition at the Winter Olympics and the former slaughterhouse in a part of Milan's general markets that is now disused, where a large social housing district will be built. The Milan of the future must work along multiple lines. The city of proximity, which must implement policies which provide answers to the needs of those who live in the city today and those who will live in it for the coming years. Above all, we must address our policies to the many young people today in Milan. There are about 220,000 people enrolled in universities and training schools. 
and to the elderly while working towards creating an even safer environment for women. We must try not to lose the socio-economic balances that have positively characterized the history of this city, while reckoning with global dynamics and changes which also affect our territory. Finally, we've heard about the rationale for investing in Milan, but what makes it such a desirable location to live? Ambra Leonardo, who has lived in the city for four years, provides her thoughts. Milan is uh, one of the most international cities in Italy, uh, and compared to Rome, uh, the growth of the city allowed uh, the people, youngest and older, to live uh, deeply inside the town, which offer a lot of stuff, uh, for example, theater, music, art, uh, a lot of events, uh, which uh, involved the people into a very dynamic living into the city. Milan is also the city which grows most during the past 10 years. It means that all the public transportation, all the the thing that the city is offering is uh, newer compared to the remain part of the Italy. And it means that all the people who decide to live here basically can enjoy the mobility and the, the, the thing that the, the city is offering. On top of this, please uh, note that Milan is also the best city to find a job, a good job, where you can grow, where you can have a better career compared to the remaining part of, of Italy. In Milan you can find basically everything, you can find a proper job, you can find a good uh, event, a good cinema, good theatre, basically everything that you want to do is more or less you can find it in Milan. And another thing that is easier compared to other places is that Milan is very well connected to the remain part of Europe and all the world. And in two hours you can basically go to, this, uh, to the sea in Liguria and if you want you can go skiing into the Appalachian. So basically it's very well located compared to the north of Italy. So you can have, you can find all the season, winter and summer events. A lot of uh, events is carried out from the city itself, which allow people to live very deep what the city is offering and still have a proper job, have their, their own uh, family. Basically, it's a city where you can be able to manage everything and it is not so easy to find uh, this balance in Italy. I never decided uh, at the beginning. Basically, I found a job that I really like, so I moved in Milan. And after more or less five years, uh, I realized that it just became my, my home. Uh, I don't choose it, but uh, once I found myself in it, I realized that it is, it is a very good place to live, to grow up, to start a family, to carry on with my career. So basically, uh, the city, how it's built, allow the people to, to fall in love with it. And uh, I just decided that uh, I'm good here and I want to stay. Fashionable, pioneering and an economic powerhouse. The reasons to invest and live in Milan are clear. Thanks to our guests and thank you for listening to the City in Focus podcast from Patrizia. We look forward to sharing more insights into European cities in the future. You can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
And don't forget to head over to our website, patrizia.ag, and specifically the Patrizia City Pulse microsite, citypulse.patrizia.ag, to find out more. This podcast is produced by OG Podcasts. Find out more at ogpodcasts.co.uk.